Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Have you guys heard about Secret Hitler? Secret yeah. Hitler? Is that, that, that's board the game, game, isn't it? It is. It's a new board game from the makers of Cards Against Humanity. Mm-hmm. I own it. I've got a really nice wooden box that it came in and everything. Really? You pre-ordered Secret Hitler? Oh, it was a Kickstarter game. Yeah, right. Matt's being very quiet about this. Yeah, I think Matt dropped off the earth. No, I'm still here. Either that or he just doesn't want to talk about Hitler on this podcast anymore. I could, it could be that. But he just wants to distance himself a little bit, you think? Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea in terms of PR to, for Matt to stop talking about Hitler. Mm, mm. I, yeah. Anyway, have you played it yet? Uh, no. Hi. Oh, hi, Matt. You're going to give us your opinion now, are you? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say silence. about it. I've heard of it. <laughs> I've never, I haven't played it or like anything. No, <laughs> I mean, Sounding but again, not, not there, Luke, and he owns it. So, <laughs> well, it's one of those things because I have a problem with Kickstarter where I see something and I go, "That looks cool." I get it, and then I receive it, and then I never play it. Mm-hmm. You saw Secret Hitler and went, "That's the game for me." Yep. Well, it does look Maybe good because it looks pretty good. It does look good. Yeah, it does. I know people who have played it who say they like it. Have you played it? You asking me or Matt? Asking anyone now. Well, I just said I haven't. And I haven't either. <laughs> that only leaves you. Okay, end well, of review. <laughs> I was on a news site the other day, just news.com at work, mm-hmm. and I had an article that really just popped out at me. It goes, Han Solo movie, Star Wars prequel cast and plot revealed. Mm-hmm. So I clicked on it. Now, spoiler alert, everyone. You ready for this? The plot of Han Solo movie. Okay, okay. The movie will explore the duo Han Solo and Chewbacca's adventures before the events of Star Wars Episode Four: Star Wars A New Hope, including early encounters with that other card-playing rogue from the galaxy far, far away, Lena Calrissian. Mm-hmm. That's their plot. They're the first ones out there with it. I wish you hadn't told me that. Wow, what a scoop! Ruined now. Yeah, that's that's a scoop. No one knew that. <laughs> Sorry, it just really annoyed me a little bit that this was their plot. Could you just repeat the name of the first Star Wars film for me? Star Wars A New Hope. Okay, I just didn't. Oh, I enjoyed the way you said it before a little more. How did I say it before? The way they wrote it. I was excited. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Four: Star Wars A New Hope. I think you said <laughs> a Star Wars story. <laughs> the reason behind that is I normally say Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, but in the article it just has Star Wars A New Hope, and so right. I sort of tripped over myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, just force of habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Force. Look, I, uh, I've i always stood by the fact that it's dumb calling that episode four. Even if you plan to make other prequels and stuff, it's not episode four. It was the first one you made. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if if you do take them chronologically, as I try not to, because I pretend that the mm-hmm. first three don't exist, mm-hmm. I mean, it is episode four, I guess. Is it, though? I mean, now well, no, it'd it be, is. It'd be if they made it episode now. four in 2002, when the last one came out, I would have gone, okay, I'll give you that. But they didn't. They mm-hmm. made it episode four in 1978 on a sure. whim. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah, I know what you mean. The first ever change to a Star Wars movie was that. Oh, mm-hmm. It was just all downhill from there. <laughs> but speaking of the originals. Uh, are we going to play the Star Wars news jingle if we're going to keep talking about Star Wars? That should, should be our jingle for the podcast at the moment, really. <laughs> Multiple yeah. Star Wars news gasm. Star Wars news, Star Wars news, Star Wars news. I called this the second Disney purchase Star Wars. Yes. Mickey Mouse Star Wars crossover. Exactly. (laughs) Get some Donald Duck in there. There's rumor again that they're going to re-release the original Star Wars. Like Mm -hmm. the original trilogy, none of the added scenes with Jabba the Hutt or anything like that, just the movies as they were. Yeah. Which I don't want. I still want them cleaned up and made to look a little prettier. Oh, I just man. don't want the added stuff. You're picky then, aren't you? I am a little picky. Added stuff? So you're saying you want the remastered versions, but not the special editions? Yes, exactly. So these aren't... This isn't what that is? Well, it's it's rumour. Oh, okay. I right. know. Because I, I, I've got this... The article in here says they're re-releasing the, like, the original versions. Oh, and they think they're going to announce it at Celebration in April. 
See, I, I just have a hard time believing that they would release the original. I think it will be remastered. I have a hard time believing that too, and that's only because the Smithsonian Museum asked George Lucas for a copy of the original Star Wars to put in their museum, and he refused. And even right. though the Disney now own distribution rights, that doesn't mean they are allowed to go into George Lucas's house and take things. <laughs> yeah, but I've got a copy of the original. Like, I've got a copy of Star Wars, like the original. From like, it's it's been restored from the from film negative. Like, well, not and negative, was that or, you know whatever. was that the DVD that was released? No, when they did the first DVD box set. No, this is the just someone had it all. Someone had it. Real of it. Someone oh, had it, right. and then they captured it, and then they restored it. Yes, and I've got I have it. That and also. it looks it looks better than every other copy of it in existence. I mean, these exist. So I, I know well, he said why no not because make money off them. He's like funny about it. So you, you think Disney doesn't have the right to do that? I know that Disney have the rights to everything they purchased, but it wouldn't surprise mm. me if there was a little clause. There were certain there. things that were held back. Yeah. Mm. Because I mean, he was so adamant adamant about it for so long that no yeah, one will ever see the original he, version. He, yeah, he said it doesn't exist, which yeah. is clearly not true because it does. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, if you're looking for it, Matt's got it. <laughs> Just do me a call. <laughs> Actually, maybe that's not the best thing to be telling him to do. You would buy a copy of this, would you not? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I would. There's like, no I doubt this about available, it. I'm buying it. Like, although I don't know, buys probably maybe not. I don't tend to want to buy films anymore in any format because I've discovered that that's kind of a waste of money. When I threw away all my DVDs when I moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Does anyone so, want to buy my DVDs? No, I, by the way, I don't think I would I buy. I still it. think I, I I will just because I will have it because it's not. Always going to be easy. I'm not going to buy it on DVD. I'm going to buy a digital version. Yeah, I wouldn't advise buying DVD anyway, Luke. (laughs) No. See, I think that's worse, though. Why? Because at least with the DVD, you physically have it. And and unless they come to your house and take it from you, like, you own that. (laughs) Whereas with a digital one, like, what do you even own? Nothing. And I own a license to watch it. On their platform whenever I want. Yeah, on your Xbox One. That won't exist in 10 years. No, no, but you, I'm not buying it on the Xbox One. I'm buying it on my Microsoft account. I know, but who's to say that's going to be a thing you can watch Star Wars on in 10 years? That's all. Well, I thought, I thought DVDs were a pretty safe bet, and they were not. <laughs> well, they still are, except you throw them away. That makes it a little hard. <laughs> no, I know. But yeah, they thought I they were safe too, to them. They thought they were perfectly safe. <laughs> no, but no, what I, what what I mean saying, is like we haven't actually we haven't got to that stage yet. Like it will happen one day where like Steam will shut down one day, right? No, actually, and but I was thinking more along the lines of the other aspect of this is I buy these DVDs. Like I'll go watch a film, and like say for example, what's a movie I enjoyed recently? Rogue One. Okay, mm-hmm. so if I go out and I buy Rogue One in any format, yep, like. How many times am I going to watch that, honestly, these days? How many times am I going to watch it? Chances are, I'm probably not. Like, I'll buy it, and then I'll go, cool, I own it. And then I, I might not even watch it, ever. But, but with Star Wars, I honestly watch Star Wars at least once a year. That's fair. Like, at least. Probably okay. going to be on Netflix. Exactly. Because here's the thing, and right? Once a year, I mean, I went... if I want to watch it, I'll pay $5 and I'll rent it on, you know, whatever platform. And then I don't have to worry about the fact that I've got this potentially... Yeah, I think it has come back to that now. I mean, obviously this, this happened with CDs and then it happened with VHS and it happened with DVDs now too and Blu-rays, which I've not bought a Blu-ray in, I can't remember how long. Probably Star mm. Wars, right? It was the last one I bought. <laughs> but yeah. I'm even... I've got, I've got a separate hard drive now, right? where I even store all of the films I've downloaded from the Pirate Bay, right? And, <laughs> yep. and I'm, I'm even losing interest in that now. Like, I'm like, why do, yeah. I, why do I have all of these? Like, why I don't do I need have to take anything up space like that right this? now. I don't yeah, have anything like, like that right now. I've got no use like, for it once I've watched something because I could like always second, just download it again. 
the second we got Netflix and stuff, there was mm. no re- reason to have that anymore because there is so much just available. Yeah. Like I said, want. I've said before, I, I've got that old copy, of, that, that original copy of Star Wars, right? But yeah, I've got it on a hard drive in a box somewhere. Like, it's not, I couldn't put it on right now if you asked me to. Don't ask me to. I can't do it. Give up. Stop asking him, everyone. Yeah, God. He can't do it. Look, I'll, I'll, if you want it, Disney, I'll find it. But I haven't got it right now. <laughs> it's in a box. Probably not going to buy him. It's a changing world. What do the kids do? Like, what do the tech-savvy millennial kids do? Do they I have buy no films? no idea. Do they just rent? Do they, do they not even watch films? A film's they an old tiny thing. They probably don't listen to us because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, you, if, if you're a tech-savvy you... millennial, write in. Yeah, podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com or go onto Facebook. Oh, actually, no, probably Snapchat. I don't think they're on Facebook even. They're not on Facebook. I was told by a kid recently were, that Facebook was something for old people. Yeah, yeah. I can believe that. Yeah. So what do they use? I think I know my niece and nephew are big on the Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how they send their nudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's certainly how they send me nudes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure what else they use, if anything. Yeah, they don't want you to know, Luke. Luke, they use a couple of other cool things, anymore. but it's probably best if you don't know. Yeah, if we were on there, <laughs> it wouldn't be cool anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've considered starting to listen to dubstep just so that it becomes really quickly uncool and people... Uh, I, don't people think just... I don't think it is cool anymore, Dan. I think it's oh, gone. It's not. <laughs> what, are, what kids listen to now? Who knows? They don't want it. They wouldn't tell us. Nineties punk and ska. The kids at my work listen to something they call EDM, which is what I used EDM. to call techno. Yeah, EDMs. Yeah, electronic dance music. Yeah, Dead Mouth Five and such. Mm. Is he cool anymore? Probably not. Uh, if we know about it, he's was not. he ever cool? Do you think guitar bands will was... ever be cool again, or or is our kind of music just just fucking gone now? <laughs> I was um, actually thinking about this the other day. I really think. Remember when you used to go see bands at clubs? Yeah. Yep. That's not going to be around for much longer. No. Mm. That's really gone. Because it's just a lot easier to bring in one person with their computer and just set them up in the corner. <laughs> not just easier. That's what people want now. Yeah. Also, People don't... Um, uh, Rob Flynn from Machine Head, uh, which is a metal band mm. in case you haven't heard of them, uh, wrote this big thing on Facebook a long time ago because he's old, so he was on Facebook um, <laughs> about how it pisses him off that kids, like even kids that um, that like his band, don't mm-hmm. want to come and see the show anymore. Yeah, they I watch, read the same article. Yeah, yeah, they just want to watch shit on their phones or whatever. And so he, they did this thing where they were like, "Well, fuck you," and they just started. He called it firing cities. Like if they didn't pre-sell <laughs> enough tickets for shows, he's like, "Well, fuck You're you, off. we're not coming there." Yeah. yeah. And so they just did a tour and they said, look, if you want us to come and play, buy tickets. Otherwise, it's not happening. Because he said it's not sustainable anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm actually going to go to see a band next week or the week after. What band? I'm going to go see Living End. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Supporting the locals. Last time I saw them, they were a support act for a band (laughs) no one's ever heard of. What, what band? band is that? Area Seven. Yeah, never heard of them. Yeah. Actually, I have heard of them. I was just being yeah, confused, but yeah, and that's because we lived in literally the same place. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. We've we've heard of the same bands. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Area Seven. I saw them um, probably about three years ago. You saw Area they Seven. They played at a pub for free. Yeah, right. It's tough out there for a band. I think I saw them at the Great Western. Oh, yeah. In, yes. like, 1997. God, we are old. <laughs> Look, I, I don't want to jump onto this uh, rat hole too too deeply, but uh, speaking of old-timey stuff, you know that Nokia are re-releasing the 3310? Mm, I saw that. <laughs> I don't think it's entirely crazy. I won't buy one, but I know people do like having just a phone. <laughs> I had the 3210 initially, and then mm-hmm. I had the 3310. And I will say to this day, the 3210 is the best phone I've ever had. It yep. was resilient. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, it was trustworthy, mm-hmm. right? It had snake. <laughs> Never cheated on know? me. <laughs> it rarely cheated on me. It rarely ever cheated on me. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I am surprised they're going to 33 over the 32, but... 
Was the 33 the little tiny one? 3310 was the dark blue one. 3210 was the gray yeah, right. one that you could swap covers on. Was yeah, like the yeah. first the dark phone blue you one could that swap was like covers. My, first, smaller. my first phone was a 3210. Yeah, me too. Mine was a 5110. I had the, uh, the oh, 5110. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the one where you Which could was... change the front but not the back. Yeah. It was also yeah. fine. It yeah. had a little aerial that the uh, 32 <laughs> yeah. lacked. That's right. That was so, what was so interesting about the 3210. No aerial. Yeah. How did it How work? How it work? Matrix shit. No one knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. That's why yeah, they had to reverse engineer cancer, it to re-release it. <laughs> so is anyone picking one up? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't even no, get I'll... a 3310 emulator to run on my iPhone. You know what I mean? I've got no interest in this. But I do find it interesting <laughs> that they're doing it. I'll probably buy a new iPhone when they come out this year. I'll probably use the phone I have until I break it. A threat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but I can. I don't see. Like it was a good phone, and I think this is a good phone that'll be good for people who work. Yeah. Well, no, because it doesn't have any email. You're on sounding it. like Pauline Hanson now. <laughs> well, how am I sounding like? Uh, I meant for like um hardworking work Australians. But they need, who need a phone that they can drop when they're uh, and not worried about Mate, breaking I the- dropped my 3210 <laughs> off the top of a ladder when I was changing lights in a theatre, right? Like that's really high down onto a sometimes concrete you just floor. Have, sometimes you just need to drop your phone. <laughs> but it's not going to have Snapchat on it. It's not going to have Facebook on it. It's got Snake though. It does. What more do you need? But I'm just reading some of the comments. There's a, one of the first comments on here is he's upset it's not going to have 3G support. <laughs> yeah, well, I know memory card. Like, you're not serving the internet on this phone. Yeah, it's for phone calls. Yes, <laughs> remember and those? Snake. Do, yeah, I don't think you... kids call each other anyway. I don't. I don't call anybody, and I'm not you even don't a call. kid. I really do. do you know I'll what call I did? like I call the bank if I need to. Mm. And that's it. Do you know what I did about a month ago? I moved the phone icon off of that little bar at the bottom of my iPhone. Oh, mine hasn't been there for years. It's yeah, like, right. It's in well, a mine folder has just called... always been sitting there. I've got a folder called Apple Stuff, and it's got oh, all that yeah. kind of th- stuff in there. Because yeah. you don't need my... contacts. No, you can just my get to phone that app, through the app is still it, it is in the, the folder with my, my bank app. Uh... And my Bitmoji, right? If that, if, that, if that gives you the kind of the level of priority that I've given that. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I rarely use it. Uh, I get called, but I don't make phone calls. I get called on WhatsApp. Right. I don't really? even get called on the phone anymore. Over here, everybody just uses WhatsApp. That just seems weird for me because I, I still feel that if you're making a phone call, it would be better to a clearer connection to you actually use the phone instead of... Data. Yeah, probably, know. but no one does it. No, we use um, Slack uh, at work, which is a chat application, like a business chat application, and you can make calls in that. And I, like, I, I've used it on my phone to talk to someone at work, and it's just crystal clear. Mm. Do you use that for inter-office communication as well? Yeah. I, I need to roll out something new in my work. We've been using iChat. Oh, it's, okay. It's, it's fucking hopeless. <laughs> Alice Lack's pretty good. So before we move on, do we have any other Star Wars news? We mentioned the plot of Han Solo. Uh, if you mm-hmm. want to have a look at the at the cast, <laughs> there's a little photo that they released of them all sitting in the cockpit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. smiling. Uh, now, two of those people bastards. are producers, in case you think there's a couple yeah. of weird-looking people in there. Well, it's a dual directing team, isn't it? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, Who the, who's that? Who are those little dorky-looking guys? Oh, it guys? is too. Phil Lloyd directors. and Christopher Miller. No relation. Oh, that's a shame. What would you give to sit in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon? I'll be honest, probably not a whole lot. No, but saying that, I I would really, really like to sit in it. Yeah, it would be yeah. nice, but I don't know that I would... I'd, I'd especially like to sit in it during this day uh, so that I could nuzzle up with Amelia Clark in the cockpit <laughs> of the Millennium sure. Falcon. <laughs> or Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah. Chewbacca for me. He could wrap you to sleep. <laughs> so there's that, and then there's uh, the news that Rogue One is coming to Blu-ray and digital and all that 
on uh, in April. Yeah, and I think I'm the only one that's going to be buying it from the conversation <laughs> no, I, we had I earlier. No, I looked for it the other day because I uh, I want to watch it. You know, you guys know I've only mm. seen it the one time. Oh, so have I. Yeah. Yeah, no, and same as me. For some reason, really? I didn't go back and see. I really wanted to. Yeah, and I want to now. Just... Like I feel enough time has gone that I, I just really want to watch it now. But you yeah. can't. <laughs> and if you're wondering, you can't even get a good pirate of it yet. <laughs> You've tried. I have tried. I've scoured <laughs> Italy for it. No, this is what I'm just going to wait. It'll it'll appear. I'll buy it and I'll sit down and watch it. And then I'll, I'll I think the I still think the ending could have been better. There's no um, deleted scenes or anything on there apparently, which is disappointing. Oh, given that mm. we you know we've we talked about it to death, but the fact that they changed a lot of stuff. Uh, apparently, yeah. there's nothing like that on there. There is a bunch of behind the scenes stuff. But there's no deleted scenes, which is weird, considering they got talked about so much, you know? Okay, there ain't no Well, Star it just means that the next time Netflix. they release it, they can put them on that one. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Special edition. Uh, not on Netflix, guys. No Star Wars are on Netflix. No. Uh, in Australia, there is. Really? Oh, yes. actually, that's interesting. Yeah, it is a little different, isn't it? Uh, it, it'll be on stars here, probably, in the US, because Force Awakens is. So. We're going to be on iTunes, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be on there. I'm going to get through Xbox, because that's what I watch everything on, so oh, yeah. through. Yeah. Do you get achievements for watching Star Wars <laughs> on Xbox? Unfortunately, no. Still catching up. Awesome if I did. Still catching up. If you got an achievement for watching it, a million times. Would you watch it a million times? Um, is it a million? It have to be a million times starting from now. And yeah, now it probably you probably have to just watch Star Wars for the rest of your life, and you still might not make it. In fact, yeah, I don't think I would. If I, I don't think you would either. Now I that I think about take it, take into account time I've already used. I think that's what Luke's been doing this whole time. Anyway, let's say it's a hundred then. A hundred times. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I would. And it's got it's got eye tracking software, so you've got to be watching it. <laughs> you can't just put it on and do the ironing. You've got to be watching it. I still watch while I'm ironing. So this I'm is hiding. the one film or everything together? Oh, any film. You get an achievement for watching it a hundred times. Oh, it's <laughs> well, got to be the same film. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's episode. F- no, okay. Let's let's say it's. And we, we've argued on this podcast quite a bit, which is the worst Star Wars film out of Attack of the Clones or uh, the Phantom Menace but pick uh-huh. whichever one you want. That's the one you have to watch 100 times for the achievement. No. <laughs> <laughs> just just no. And I'm putting it out there. You've you've done some pretty despicable things for achievements. I really have. <laughs> and I will do even worse things in the future, but I will not do that. <laughs> All right, meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not. I don't think I'll ever watch those movies ever again. The prequels? Yep. Really? See, because I've actually only seen in their, in, like, in entirety Attack of the Clones and uh, Revenge of the Sith. I've only seen them once in theaters. <laughs> I own them on various formats, <laughs> but I never watched them. And I'm like, maybe I should just watch them once more. I've Phantom Menace I saw seen a bunch of times. Revenge of the Sith once too. Cinema as well. Did buy it on DVD though, of course. But I... Yeah, yeah. I still have those uh, DVDs, I think. Yeah. yeah. I kept like all the Star Wars do. ones. I kept yeah. uh, like a... a, seven, a there's like a small collection of them. I kept, oh, like my Blade Runner box set and some other stuff. Out of the three prequels, Revenge of the Sith is the better of the three, but they are all just rubbish. <laughs> yeah. I have seen Attack of the Clones more than the other two, but only because, really? yeah, it because I, I was so, so disappointed with The Phantom Menace. I've only seen that twice, by the way, right. to this day. At the cinema, and then not for years I, and years. I saw it three times on the first day. I know you did. One of those times was with me. Yeah, but um, it didn't get better. No, it didn't. But I was—I I hated 
that film so much that when Attack of the Clones came out, I was like, it's better. It's not great, but it's <laughs> it's a bit better. So it's I, less shit. I watched, yeah, it's less shit. So I watched that a couple of times until I went, nah, it's still not good. Mm. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith, I thought, was going all right until about halfway through and then it went off the rails. Can I recommend a movie I to you, Matt, that you might like? Yeah, please. I saw a film this week called A Cure for Wellness. That's Gore Verbinski's new film, isn't it? It is. I like and, him. Uh, and yes, I know you've at least liked some of Gore Verbinski's work in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If I was to describe this movie, I would say that if Roman Polanski and Dario Argento teamed up and remade Shutter Island, it would be wow. this movie. I want to watch that. So, yeah, if that I like all of those in, things you just said. <laughs> yeah. If that appeals to you in any way, and I know it should, uh, then you should yeah. absolutely watch this movie. And then this could even be one that um, could crop up on Necronomicon at some point because uh, really? I think Jenna would right. really enjoy this too. Okay. Uh, That's I out now, I right? Say it's, we should go see it. Yeah. It's not strictly I mean, I a horror. I'm going to see John Wick 2 first. But... Oh, yeah, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, no, I like uh, I like what I saw of this in the, the trailer and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, more of a dark thriller than a horror, but certainly elements of horror and uh, yeah, yeah. Just I I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I have some criticisms of it, um, maybe especially at the end, without giving anything okay. away. But uh, endings are hard, and I I forgive endings sometimes just because I've liked <laughs> the movie. So okay, thumbs up from me. All right, I will attempt to to see it. Yeah, in the near future. Uh, I attended something else yesterday, Jenna and I did. Oh, oh yeah. What was that? <laughs> Terracon. Ooh. Terra-con. Now, Terracon definitely sounds like something I should have been at with you. So Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little convention here in Rhode Island, in, in Providence. Uh, it's about horror movies and related awesome. things. Uh, it's very small compared to Comic-Con because I guess people just don't get all too excited about this, as opposed to Gal Gadot and Stan Lee and everybody being at, at uh, Comic-Con. At, we had uh, a Terracon, Malcolm McDowell, uh, Sid Haig was there, oh. uh, Kane Hodder, who you may know from Friday the 13th, and, and I think Halloween as well. He's the guy who is inside the monster suit often. Uh. And, oh, yep, yep. Well, look, Malcolm McDowell's no one to scoff at, and Sid Haig no. is, mm. is great if you love uh, mm. the uh, Rob Zombie movies. So, yep, yep. Uh, David Norton was there from uh, one of my favorite horror films, American Werewolf in London. Oh, so and good. yeah, I got to have a chat with him for five ten minutes. He was because he was just oh, sat awesome. there. Awesome! Wow, uh, he's a really really cool guy. Yeah, we talked about. Uh, American Wolf in London, and I asked him about because you know Max Landis is going to remake it. That's uh, great. You knew that, and I actually I was like, that, actually. I there was a rumor about it last year, and I didn't realize it had been confirmed. And so when he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, he is," yeah, I thought, "Oh fuck, I've got a scoop." And <laughs> then I looked up, and then <laughs> no, it got confirmed in November. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he said he'd do a cameo in it, except uh, he would not do any makeup again. Because he's had enough. Oh, really? Uh, because the werewolf transformation scene in American Wolf in London, uh, which won Rick Baker's first Academy Award, mm. uh, took six days of shooting, uh, <laughs> of just traumatic, uh, extreme makeup. And uh, yeah, apparently it was one of the worst experiences making a film he's had. Yeah, that so. sort of sounds terrible. Because when they're doing that, isn't it like, like six, eight hours in the chair getting... Yeah, well, for those things. and and also I don't know if you've not seen it, Luke. Uh, there's sections because he he turned it's him turning into a werewolf basically, and yeah. it's I mean it holds up if you watch it now. Yeah, it's a great. It's film. like like the 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 effects look fucking amazing, uh, and there's bits where in order to pull it off, he's like um, they've cut a hole in the floor, so he's his head's through the floor, and he's in like some really horrible awkward position trying to do the shot. Um, and like, and they spend hours trying to get it right. Not days. Fun. Sorry, days in total. Hours on on shots at a time is what I meant. Yeah, I assume they gave him a break at some point. Uh, and I was talking no, about there's a famous shooting the hole. 
Yeah, well, he was covered in his own feces and uh, and 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 makeup. So, yeah, he was really nice. Uh, overall, it was it was very small, um, and I gotta say, uh, we both agreed that it was there were a lot of weirder people there than <laughs> than usual, or maybe mm-hmm. just that there weren't any normal people there. If that makes sure. sense, like the attendees were all they were the ner- it was like nerd fest. More so, remember remember when we went to PAX the very first time, and Dave was oh, like yeah. freaking out about all the the it all was the Asperger's next level everywhere. Nerd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is, I think, worse. Wow. Um, and like, I mean, it doesn't doesn't bother me so much, but uh, it was very very noticeable. Also, the the there were some people from The Walking Dead there, right? And I, I don't really mm. care about The Walking Dead, but I'm familiar with it. But I don't know who mm-hmm. I don't know who these people were. Like, I don't know whether it's just because I haven't watched it recently or because they I know Rick Grimes if he walked in. Last time I watched Walking Dead, they were in jail. That's me too, Luke. That's that's when I checked out. Yeah, well, I I think they were... I think maybe one of the guys was a main character. The rest of them are kind of like side characters and stuff. But, I mean, that, that panel, the line for that panel, which I was not really interested in, was fucking enormous. Uh, yeah, Walking Dead is still huge. I just... Don't, don't get it. Yeah, but did you see McDowell? Uh, no, he he's he's on today actually. So, ah. no. are you going Not back yet. today? Uh, maybe, maybe, because there actually isn't a whole lot else to do there. That's the other thing about it being very small is uh, there's like booths and things like you know normally at a convention, um, except it was so small. Like we we've apart from the panels that would be on today, we we've done everything. So yeah. We'll see. But yeah, panels are what are the fun part of those days. Yeah, I agree. We saw Bill Diamond's panel, actually, um, which was really good. Uh, he talked about puppetry. Bill Diamond, if you don't know, is uh, he's a puppeteer. He worked with uh, Jim Henson. He worked on The Dark Crystal, and he worked on... Uh, he works, he's worked on, like, Sesame Street and uh, all sorts of shit. Like, he's a puppeteer, and he makes creatures and stuff like that. Uh, and he had some cool stories. Told one about... Like, because people say, well, what does he do now with technology coming in and all that kind of stuff? You know, they made that Peanuts film recently. Mm. Apparently, uh, it was the same studio that made Ice Age. And they had trouble converting Peanuts, which is like, you know, these 2D characters, the way they were drawn. They couldn't convert them into 3D characters because, like, when Snoopy turns his head, like, his eyes... (laughs) would like not it just doesn't work like they would like fall off the model and stuff like that because <laughs> like you know the way snoopy looks from the front and the way he looks from the side and all that it like, doesn't check just, out yeah it does just doesn't doesn't work and so apparently they like they got bill diamond in to talk about um like make this work because he's like how to, how to make the character three-dimensional from a two-dimensional drawing and, and how to make it work yes yeah, so apparently he did like a consulting session on that, because hmm. they like these people won fucking Academy Awards and stuff for, I don't know if Ice Age won an Academy Award. I should fact check that. Actually, why bother? <laughs> don't. Let's just say it won an Academy don't. Award and leave it at that. Yep. If not, he should have. They're very good animators, but uh, apparently they had trouble figuring that out. I thought that was interesting. So Matt, I uh, I'm just scrolling through the website for Terracon right now, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I will go and say, I, I watched three seasons of The Walking Dead and I don't recognise a single one of these people. So no. they obviously all started in the show after I'd stopped. However, I urge you to go and see Danny Lloyd because he's going to be there. And he is the guy who starred as the little kid in The Shining. Oh, in The Shining? Yeah, yeah. saw him there. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, he sat there. Uh, some of the Cenobites from Hellraiser were there. Yeah. Uh, Oh, you know Andrea Perrin funny? was there. If you Chris know who that Sarandon is. is apparently there. Oh yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, Spotted but I love this. Too. It's got so this is for ho- the Terracon, right? Yeah, horror movies. Uh-huh. Chris Sarandon mm-hmm. is listed here for three films: The Nightmare yep. Before Christmas. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The yep. Princess Bride. Okay, not a horror, but nerds love it. I'll accept it. Yep. And Judging Amy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not Fright Night. Not Child's Play. Yeah, Fright Night. Yeah, for God's sake. He looks very different. I got to say, 
I, I did not. I didn't, actually didn't recognize him when I saw well, he's him. He's a very old man now. Yeah, like he just does not look the same anymore, which is curious. I'm not. I'm mm. not convinced it's actually him. I'll be honest. Maybe you weren't looking at him. Maybe you were looking at somebody else. <laughs> Maybe it's just his handler. They still call. They call him handlers. I always yeah, thought that was weird. <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah, I like, think like they're, they're going to go wild if it's different... not someone there to handle them. <laughs> it's just to make sure that they're looked after. I know. They get water when they need it. Like I guess, imagine Lindsay Lohan needs a handler, but I don't know. <laughs> does Does Malcolm McDowell need a handler? I suppose if you've seen Clockwork Orange, maybe he does. I uh, I, I work with people who have handlers, and uh, you <laughs> yeah. would be surprised. At who requires handling. <laughs> okay. When we go out, I should get a handler. Oh, you do. Her name's Hannah. I've met her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, we thank her for taking on the job that we all had to share for many years. <laughs> That's right. We have passed that torch onto you. Yeah. Someone has to look after me. <laughs> or I just wander off with strangers. That is... Literally true. Yeah, I lo- I literally I lost Luke in in L.A. I've lost Luke many times. He left in a car with people, like from the bar <laughs> we were at. Like it's not a joke. He left. He just left, and then I was- <laughs> went back to the hotel and went. Well, I'm going to bed, I guess. <laughs> and then in the morning, when we were supposed to go to Disney, I woke up and like like you know like you jump start awake, and I was like Luke. And then looked over and there he was, curled up in bed. Yep. God, I've been lucky in life. Yeah. Thirty times I should have been murdered. Yeah. But it all worked out and I had fun. See any <laughs> fancy cars at Terracon, Matt? I did. I saw uh, uh, Christine, the mm-hmm. car from the Stephen King. Well, it's it's actually made from bits of that car, apparently. It had to be restored. Oh, right. Uh, so it's it's like parts of the car from the film, uh, and I mean, I I, see, I think I sent you guys photos, right? It's it's beautiful yeah. that car, like it's so shined and like waxed, <laughs> and just oh, yeah, like the like paint job on it, it's just immaculate. Uh, that is as a beautiful car, uh, and also Thor, which is the um, the car from uh, Supernatural, which we've seen. Uh, I think that guy's a local, actually. I think he lives in, like, New York. We were chatting to him last time at uh, Rhode Island Comic Con. He mm. he brings that car to the conventions. So oh, is it would. the actual car, or is it just a car that It's the actual like car. It? Yeah, he he uh, he told us last I might have talked about this on the Rhode Island Comic Con episode, but he said that he... Uh, it's not... He doesn't drive it around every day, but he'll take it out on a Sunday, and sometimes he <laughs> has to... They have to leave someone with it, because uh, he'll park it up haunted. somewhere and... <laughs> no, because people will come over and and be like, "Oh wow, it looks like the car from Supernatural." And he's like, right. "Oh yeah," and he left up the back, and he has all the prop weapons and stuff in there. So I don't watch I Supernatural, and I, I've caught an episode here or there. Does it still get made? Is it still on? Uh, I don't know if it's still going. It was up to like ten seasons, so possibly. I remember it seemed to be on for a long time, but I yeah. didn't really pay attention to it. No, I think it's. I think it's. Probably still going. Uh, yeah, it's still going. I think that's the reason they couldn't get... Uh, season 13. They couldn't get What's-His-Name for more than five minutes in the Gilmore Girls remake because <laughs> he was too expensive. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people uh, weren't able to show up for the Gilmore Girls remake for, for those kind of reasons. Well, who was asking for the Gilmore Girls... Another season of the Gilmore Girls? Well, I watched all seasons of it so I could watch it. So we haven't talked so about you this, were have we? For we it. haven't talked about. We've talked the about Girls that you caught reunion. up, but we haven't yeah. spoken about it since the reunion has been out. Yeah. So what did you think? There were bits of it that were cool, having watched all of it and uh, and been interested in what happened next. But also, I feel like it was a bit weird in spots, and they spent a lot of time on pointless shit, mm. uh, like a lot of time on pointless stuff and it was almost like it could have just been one episode but they wanted to well or, or maybe even a just a just a, a movie because there's more content there because it, it's it's basically a year in the life which is what's why it's called a year in the life uh it goes through like 
There's four episodes and they go through the seasons, but mm. I do feel like there was a lot of filler. That's, uh, that's pretty much what I've heard. In particular, everybody. listeners who have seen it, there's a there's a musical, a Stars mm-hmm. Hollow musical, and they spent so much fucking time on that and it went nowhere. <laughs> a few things like that. And, and that and, and, and other stuff that I thought was interesting and important, if you, you know, care about knowing what happens to people, kind of got skimmed over. So you do get to see uh, the sequel to Kirk's short film, though. Oh. And... <laughs> Sean Gunn is the best thing about that show, might, in my uh, opinion. I'll look it up on uh, YouTube. Just that scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no less. I saw bits and pieces of it, but I, I didn't get it. I didn't like... Well, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil anything, but they made a big deal about the ending as well. I don't think well. you have to worry about spoiling, spoiling for our listeners the Gilmore Girls. All right, fine. They made a big deal about <laughs> the ending. Like... Uh, like they had all the the original showrunners had always had an ending in mind for it, and uh, I can see how that might have been kind of if if it had ended after a f- like four seasons, maybe mm-hmm. I think that might have been a bit more poignant. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like the ending was just a bit weird, and and they're talking about doing more now, so I I, I really I don't know. I was waiting for this great ending because they said it was going to be great. And then I was just like, oh, okay. They oh, said yeah, it was going to be doing. great. Uh, the, make, the makers <laughs> of the show. <laughs> no, it was more... They, okay. they would say that, though, wouldn't they? Spoilers. Okay, spoilers, right? You know how the whole thing with Gilmore Girls is that she had Rory when she was very young, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all about you know her relationship with the family because the family felt like it ruined their social status. And there's a whole big drama about the fact that she had... Rory when she was very young mm-hmm. and at the end of the reunion spoilers Rory the very last thing is she tells Lorelai that she's pregnant right. isn't and she like 30 yeah that's what I mean I think if if it had happened when she was young like earlier on in the show it would have been a bit more of a I don't know like if it happened while she was young not when she's a right woman yeah like it's still kind of poetic in a way but not. Uh, I don't think it didn't really have. I don't know. I, I, it rhymes. It's like poetry. It's like poetry. Do you guys know that since uh, since they stopped filming the Gilmore Girls, that set Stars Hollow, uh, which yeah. is on the Warner Brothers backlot, uh, has featured in Supernatural, Terminator, the Sarah huh. Connor Chronicles, Pushing Daisies, Eastwick, and uh, was also the town that they visited in the Seinfeld finale. <laughs> really. Yeah. Well, that town gets Wait, around. The Seinfeld finale came after the Gilmore Girls? I don't think no, so. No, not necessarily, but this town <laughs> it's just has... the same set. Well, this the set has been on the Warner Brothers back lot since... I mean, right. it, was, uh, it was the country town in the Waltons, if you uh, remember wow. that. And it was the Dukes of Hazard town. Remember when we were at, uh, at Universal and mm. the, the clock tower from Back to the Future is there... Yeah. But it yeah. looks different because they just use it for everything. But you, if you look at it from the right angle, it you can you can tell. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, uh, that was exciting. And yeah. also, there's just bits of I don't know why Back to the Future in particular when we were on the tour. I mean, because we were with Paul and he just fucking loves Back to the Future. <laughs> and he had, you can't get enough. And he had his he, he had his red uh, vest thing on. Um, <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> he um the the bits of Back to the Future set. All over that place, if you spot them, like the the lions from the Lion Estates uh, mm-hmm. entry, you know, like the, the the big the two lions that stand at the gateway to the estate that they live on. Yep. Is it estate? Is that am I using the right yeah. words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like they, they just had those tucked away in a corner, and I was like, "Ooh, look, it's them!" And it's his lions, Lion Estates. Like, yeah, that was exciting. Spot the Back to Future set pieces. Yeah, I don't know why. Look, I don't even remember any other stuff that I saw. It, just, it was all Back to the Future stuff. If you rummage uh, through some of the kind of garbage piles there, you will find remnants of Michael J. Fox's career. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Eric, hey, he's Eric acting Stoltz again. is there on display <laughs> from when he was in it briefly. Poor guy. I like him. Hey, Michael J. Fox is still acting. Yeah. I just saw him in The Good Wife. Oh. Was it good? <laughs> No. Did you watch that with your wife? She watches it. I walk past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I know this might sound insensitive, but I'm genuinely mm. curious. Does Michael J. Fox play somebody who has Parkinson's disease? No, he doesn't. No, and I was trying. He's such a I good actor. Look, he's do- he, he Why doesn't he just actor? act you don't all really, the time then? <laughs> you don't really see him shaking that much. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, really, I was looking out for it, and no. I think you're allowed to make fun of Michael J. Fox a bit because he does. Although, actually, maybe that that doesn't mean we can. It just means he can. Yeah. Remember that episode <laughs> yeah. of Curb Your Enthusiasm? <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, oh, just it just gets me. It's just, you kind of have to make. You have to make fun of it, man. No, but you can, like, it doesn't fit into my brain. It doesn't fit my brain because it's it's so sad because I've loved Michael J. Fox since I was a fucking child. Mm. And yeah, we yeah. find out he has had Parkinson's since those days. He had it when he was making family ties. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it just... And, like, was, did, it, it did it sort of quietly, didn't tell yeah. anyone. It went through and had surgery so he could just keep working. Yeah. It's really, really heartbreaking. Brutal. Brutal. You know Eric Stoltz is still in Back to the Future in one or two shots? There's oh. one or two over-the-shoulder shots where it's actually still Eric Stoltz. And huh. when when Marty punches Biff in the diner, yeah. uh, that's Eric Stoltz's fist. Wow. They shot mm. half the film, right? Wouldn't yeah, they it? shot a lot of the film. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. They just decided that yeah. the comedy wasn't strong enough. Yeah, if you're not familiar with the story, yeah, Eric Stoltz, who you may know from, um, he was in Caprica, the Battlestar spinoff. Is he? What's no? What's he been in? Oh, he's in Pulp Fiction. Lead with that, <laughs> he's in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the drug dealer in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, good point. Uh, he was. Uh, he's he played the, the angel King Gabriel in, in the film uh, Prophecy with Christopher Walken. <laughs> yes. And that is a great film. And it I will is, not have no anyone say it. a fucking bad word about it. Stars Viggo Mortensen as Satan. In case you didn't realise that was Viggo Mortensen. I didn't. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I've got to quickly Google image search something. <laughs> yeah, he plays Lucifer. Uh, but yeah, they, they originally just, had he's him. He's a guy who's just been in oh everything. Yeah. He's a great actor. Uh, he's got... he's. A, Red hair, you, and he's kind of interesting looking. He's got an odd look, so you'd recognize him if you saw him. Uh, he was originally going to play Marty McFly. They shot like most of the movie, I think, at least half, yeah. and then yeah. we just realized that the chemistry wasn't there, and then recast with uh, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, Michael Brutal. J. Fox had apparently been their original choice, uh, but mm. he couldn't get out of commitments to Family Ties, so they cast Eric Stoltz instead. Halfway through filming, they took it to the uh, studio and said, here's what we've done so far. And they watched it and said, yeah, you know how you wanted Michael J. Fox? I think you should still try to get him. <laughs> and then, and he was add, shooting them concurrently. Add, he would Double do the fa- budget. Yeah. He would shoot family ties during the day, then be driven to the set of Back to the Future and film all night. He would sleep in the car on the way there and on the way back. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, thank God he did. Cause that's, that's what happens when so Steven good. Spielberg's making yeah. demands. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be in my film? Uh, oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally don't have time to do it. Well, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll do it anyway. Speaking of uh, Steven Spielberg, mm. their, Apple have decided to name their new campus... Uh, as an homage to one of Steven Spielberg's, Spielberg's best films, Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, right. I thought you were going to be smart it. there, but that is one of his best films. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> uh, they've named the new Apple campus Apple Park, which I think is a terrible <laughs> name, just, just yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's stu- it is. It's a pretty stupid name. Uh, but it's opening in That's April. That's the best they could come up with? I guess. I mean, knowing them, they would have gone through some options they could have gone through other steven spielberg options and come up with one better you know they could have called it tintin they they could have called it indiana jones and the apple of doom you know (laughs) amazing yeah but isn't this thing gonna hold like twelve thousand people or some something crazy it's like a huge uh huge 
new building. It's like looks like a UFO. It's this big glass thing uh, that apparently Steve Jobs helped design. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't. We went to the uh, 175 the, acres. Yeah, it's huge. We went to the Where do you current park? Apple campus. Oh, they got a huge car park at the current one. I'm assuming yeah. they have a huge one at the new one. It's probably underground, actually. We went to the current one. I didn't go to the new one. We should have driven by it. Now that I think about it, but it would have been cool to see. Mm. But yeah, it opens in April, and uh, they're going to start moving employees over there. Presumably, hopefully, they Tim Cook is going to cut the ribbon and say, Welcome to Apple Park. Maybe they'll even get Richard Attenborough to come. What do they need 12,000 people for? <laughs> it's not copyright infringement. It's not copyright infringement if you say not copyright infringement after it. <laughs> That's right. Fair use, fair use. Oh, work. Fair use. you got to say it fair so use, quick. John fair use, fair use. Come at me. <laughs> come at me, John. Billy and the giant Clonosaurus. <laughs> right, I'm trying to be good, but I'm also thinking about buying a Nintendo Switch next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I think we've all thought I about shouldn't, it. though. I can understand. So you haven't... Well, it's you only... might not be able to, because they're sold out. Oh, that makes it easier then. But I don't know if they're sold out here. Yeah, they might not. They're definitely sold out here. I've, uh, I've, I've led to believe that there isn't actually anywhere in America that I could buy one if I wanted to. I'm going to have to wait. So, But uh, I definitely want one. Only for Zelda. That's all I wanted for. And Mario Party. And Skyrim when it comes out. Yeah, see, you, you've got Skyrim. That would have been a big I don't seller have for Skyrim. Me, we've, except we've I'm three quarters of the way into Skyrim right now. We've talked about this. I don't have Skyrim right now. I ha- I own it on Steam, but I don't have a <laughs> platform that can play it because I it doesn't. Well, matter. it would be awesome to just take the Switch to work and then just <laughs> I'm going to lunch yeah. and then just play Skyrim. Yeah, and then lose my job. Would never come back. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, good news but for yes. Switch, finally. Uh, hopefully, good news. Well, hopefully this is true. Purchases on Nintendo stuff will now be linked to your account and not the device that you bought it on, which is <laughs> like, thank mm-hmm. fucking God, because it's ridiculous that that's still a thing. Because so, yeah, at the moment, like if you buy something on your DS, you own it on that DS. Yeah, and if you want to transfer it, you have to fuck about with a cable or with this online process where you have to transfer all the licenses to another device. You used to have to do this stuff with a Xbox 360 when they first came out, and then they fixed it, like, 10 years ago because it's stupid. Uh, but that's how Nintendo stuff has been for a long time, and I think um, they're not transferable in that... Like, if I bought 3DS games, I can't play them backwards compatible in the future. You know what I mean? Like... It's mm. not like, you know, with the, with the now, if you bought a 360 game, they've made it so you own it on Xbox One. If it's backwards compatible, they're kind of pretty good about it. I don't think it's going to be like that with Nintendo. No, Nintendo is still... They're not good at that side of it yet. No, but hopefully this will fix that because it's silly. Uh, except you, you can't install it on multiple devices, which you can do No, with- it's... You still... You've got your account and the game is linked to your account, but your account's only linked to one console at a time. Right. So you, I couldn't... Yeah, not like, you know, Luke. if Luke comes around, suddenly I've got 5 million games available to me on the Xbox and I can install yeah. them. Um, but and, no, I wouldn't be able to just log on to yours and, and occasionally when my, install stuff. And occasionally when my Kinect has a <laughs> stroke and signs you in, I can play them, which has happened. Yes. We've been watching a movie or something, and it'll pop up and say, Hi, Luke. And then we look, look around, like, what the fuck? And then you'll have the ability to play any of the 300 games I have on the I Xbox One. I wonder if I could use a photograph of you to play. Because generally, there, there is a long period during the day where you're asleep while I'm. Yes. I could be playing games. I wonder if I could use a photograph of you to. I think that's gain something that you to need to check. And try think so. and report back on. All right. I'll give it a shot. I don't have the Connect hooked up, actually, because it's junk. But I'll get it out and <laughs> give that a test. <laughs> I bet it won't All work right, right now because it's go. been too long since you logged in on my Xbox. Yeah. 
might have been a while. Mm. But Fuck. still worth a try. Fuck, it was a long time since I logged in on it. I plugged it in. We got, finally got both of them hooked up. Uh, and because we've just been using Jenna's. I hooked mine up and the updates. I had like 50 updates for my games. Uh, and it was like hundreds of gigabytes. And I actually couldn't play anything until they downloaded it. Yep. yep. That's, yeah, you have... But that's just... Now they're all updated. Now, whenever you want to play, yeah. you can just catch. I'll stop so. you there. They're not all updated yet. It's it's still going because oh. the, um, the Wi-Fi here is not great at the moment down here in the basement. Wi-Fi. Hate Wi-Fi. Matt, I checked out something this week on your recommendation. Not that they would have needed a recommendation if I'd have known this existed, but I didn't until you told me about it. But yep. the My Brother, My Brother and Me TV series <laughs> is yep. fucking excellent. It's so funny. For those who don't yeah. know, My Brother, My Brother and Me is a podcast uh, where people write in and they give advice uh, and then yep. they, they give advice to random Yahoo answers <laughs> um, as well. queries as well. There are... There's a lot of advice podcasts now. It became like a, everybody started doing it, but these guys were the original. Yeah, I, absolutely. As far as I'm aware. And I, and I must admit, I haven't listened to them for the last couple of years. I listened mm-hmm. to them for many years and then I kind of tuned out, kind of yeah. found other podcasts and moved on, quite frankly. But uh, the show is fucking great. Yeah, it's very funny. They're like, they're very good, I guess, improvisers yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, they're just very funny. <laughs> that whole yeah. sequence where they're in the car trying to call a celebrity <laughs> to do a cameo yes. on the show. Yes. It's fucking hilarious. And then when the director knocks on the window and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're doing good. Yeah, we're doing good. It's going great. It's going great. You've got to watch it, guys. Very it's funny. really, really, really good. Find it on YouTube. Yeah. My brother, my brother and me. Very funny. There's one episode out now. As far as I know, there's only one episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's on uh, CISO is the channel. And uh, there are more episodes. It just, I guess it's the first one's out. And uh, right. YouTube was smart enough to, re- to tell me about it. So that's oh, nice. That's good. And you were smart enough not, to tell not, me about it. Not creepy at all that YouTube knows that I listen to Mabim Bam, even though I've never watched it or listened to it on YouTube. Mate, I had a fucking <laughs> freaky one. Have I talked about the salted egg croissants on this podcast before? <laughs> the no, almost certainly not. Okay. There's this flavor here called salted egg, right? You can't oh, get it okay, anywhere sure. else in the world. It's a flavor, so you can get I, salted I've heard egg. Of it cause yeah, yeah. I worked with uh, a guy from from over that way. Yeah, so uh, you know you can get salted egg flavored chips. You can get sweet <laughs> salted egg flavored stuff. Um, one morning, my associate producer walked in with a box of salted egg croissants and said, "Who wants a salted egg croissant?" Right? And I said, "Well, I've mm-hmm. never had one before, so I definitely want one." I ate one, and yep. it was delicious. Right? Yep. I then went from the kitchen area of my office back to my desk and opened up Facebook and all of my targeted advertising was salted egg related stuff. I've had something similar and I can't remember exactly what it was. And it made me wonder if somehow the Facebook app listens to what you're saying. (laughs) Like, I'm not joking. It made me go, wait a minute. Maybe they do. Well, yeah. I mean, they do something, right? Because here... The only thing that I can think of, and this is still a little scary, is that Angela actually texted me on her way in and said, I'm bringing some chocolate, uh, some salted egg croissants, right? Right. But fucking how does how Facebook do know? know what I'm being texted? Okay. okay. Could, could it just be this? Because with me, I don't pay attention to ads, really. So I don't know half Thomas time being You think on it's my always page. been that and I just didn't notice till that day? Yes. I guess yep. that makes sense, but... All the ads are just dicks everywhere on my webs on my <laughs> browser, so I just have to block them, otherwise I'll get fired. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Oh, of course, because oh, I'm trying. I'm looking at a web page trying to see like are there any ads on here, and I went, oh no, it's not. I actually, pay for this website, so they mm. don't put the ads on for me. I block the shit out of that stuff, and I I know uh, if there's a website I like, I'll unblock the ads. But it's not just the ads. It's like there's the ads, and then there's like all the stupid like uh, embedded reviews and comments mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that that just slows the internet down. I, I block all of that stuff. I use Ghostery and I use uh, Ublock to block all that stuff. And if I like your website, I'll unblock your ads as long as they're not obnoxious. And- See, I've just logged onto Facebook right now 
and there, there are a couple of ads. One of them is for Shutterstock, right, which is a website I use almost every day, right? And you said but the word Shutter Island earlier. <laughs> Somehow it knew. And the other one is for Australian expats living in Asia, financial advice, okay? That also makes oh, sense. Oh, yes. Checks out. Yeah, they I've never Googled about anything about that, but, but yeah, it could know about that. But how did it know I ate a fucking salted egg croissant on that particular day? <laughs> that is pretty creepy. Yeah. I can't remember what the example was. It was something like some product or something, and someone said something about it. And I remember I went on Facebook, and I'm like, how? How did they know that I had that conversation? Yeah. Or is it weird confirmation bias? Like, I'd been seeing ads for mm. it for months and not realized. Yeah. You know? mm. Luke does raise a valid point I, there. I really do think it's more so that. Yeah. No, I think it's that my computer listens to my conversation, then tells Google about it. <laughs> Google yeah. gets in touch with advertisers, and then You'd the advertisers buy a space lot on more my page. Messed up ads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go, uh, just in honor of Chiller Seven, uh, uh-huh. I wanted to mention that Batman vs Superman. We were wrong yeah. about it. It's won a bunch of awards this week. It really has. Yeah, it's cleaned up at the Razzies. Mm-hmm. Now it didn't oh. win worst picture. Uh, no. Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party, a film I've never heard of, has won Worst Picture and has won uh, Worst Actor as well for (laughs) whoever stars in that. But but, uh, Batman v Superman has won a lot of these, including uh, Worst Supporting Actor, Jesse Eisenberg, Mm -hmm. Worst On-Screen Duo. Yep. i got to say, I thought Jesse Eisenberg was atrocious in it. Yeah, he was fucking like, horrible. I thought he was. And I don't mind him as an actor. He was just I, really. No, I just don't know why they went for a young Luther. See, I don't even. Not even that. It's just, just he was. I thought he was just awful in it. Like it also and, won. Worst and I feel like play. he could have been pretty good in it, but he just wasn't. Yeah, he could have been fine. But you know what? It's kind of not his fault. The no, director's no. supposed to tell you when you're acting like shit. <laughs> and Zack <laughs> Schneider clearly didn't. No. One worst screenplay as well. And I just want to yeah. read you the list of nominees, right? So, yep. worst screenplay of the year, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, beating out such classics as Dirty Grandpa, yep. Gods of Egypt, Oof. The Second Independence Day, <laughs> Suicide Squad, and the yep. Hillary Clinton movie that won worst film. That's when you know you're on a pile of shit. I actually saw Gods of Egypt. Have we talked about this? No, I don't think so. We talked about how it looked awful. I actually really enjoyed it. Really? I'm not joking. So, obviously... I like Alex Proyas. Yeah. Well, look, here's the thing. I knew it was going to be shit, right? Okay, I knew it. Okay? (laughs) So, I'm watching it anyway. I'm clearly forgiving it for being shit already, right? I'm not going to know something shit, watch it anyway, and and then be disappointed in it. (laughs) Yep. Right? Makes so sense. if you if you get it out of your head that this is going to be either a you know like a good movie b like historically <laughs> accurate in every, any sure. any way right yeah. and you can just watch it then it's just a, it's a decent Hollywood action movie you know okay yeah not bad I'll check it out if I can look if you're on a plane and it's and it's on the little in screen the in flight. Mm movie screen that's how i watched watch it. it okay that was the circumstances under which i allowed myself to watch this yeah okay well i'm just having a look at the snapchat glasses oh yeah have you seen these things uh we talked about these briefly they are hideous yeah i mean it's gonna be fairly obvious if somebody's wearing these so let uh, me guess so guys Dan... these are like fucking google glass except they no, just take they're not actually. No, Google, nothing like Google that. Google Glass is kind of useful in other ways. These are just like you can camera glasses. look at stuff and then snap it. Right. Spike, <laughs> like, like Google spike glasses specs. you would wear. Well, not in my house. You these. Wouldn't. No, not in your house. I'd have to leave them at the door. But these, even I wouldn't <laughs> wear these glasses. Even Luke wouldn't wear them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, they look a bit shit. I, don't, I mean, they look like they a look pair like of got... cheap glasses with two big fucking yeah. lenses in them. As in yeah. camera lenses, not not spectacle lenses. I don't understand why there's two. Is one light or... One might be a sensor. 
and the other one might be the mm. camera. And it literally only works on Snapchat? I think so. Because that seems... Oh, no, the other one is well, a it's... light that lights up when you're taking a photo. Okay. Yeah, I think it is only Snapchat because they're made by Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. When you're when on your face and turned on, spectacles record a 10-second video or take photos and send them directly to your connected Snapchat account. Right, so they don't even they don't connect with your phone technically. They just send it straight to Snapchat. Do they go through your phone? It's unclear from this article. Or they, they have to go through your phone. Yeah, you think so. Cuz there's no way they've got 3G on them and Yeah, they must be Bluetooth or something. Is but this they don't, for people like... that literally can't be asked putting their hand out in front of them anymore. I guess so. To take a fucking picture. Because you can't tell me this is for people that don't own a phone. Everyone owns a fucking phone. I've been to third world countries and people that don't have running water have a fucking iPhone. I guess it's just so that people can see what you're looking at. But like, yeah, you could just point your phone and then... Do that anyway. Fair approximation. You're going to get these, I probably won't buy any. No, they only ship to America. Uh, I could send them on to you. Hey, Matt, what was that? um... Yeah, but then I'd have to... Pay for them. Matt, what True. was that segment that we started and we've only kind of cashed in on a couple of times where we tell Luke he has to buy something off the internet and review it? Oh, <laughs> uh, Luke Reviews, wasn't it? Or mm. wasn't it just Luke Reviews? Let me have a look here. I don't use Snapchat as it is. And you want me to invest money in it? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Luke Reviews. There you go. <laughs> All right. Now, Luke, these are 130 bucks, which I do think is too much to spend for someone who doesn't really even have a Snapchat. Although you do. Yeah. And I've seen your snaps I do. of Lego and yeah. I enjoy your Snapchats. So, Can you maybe tape your phone to some glasses and kind of to achieve the same mm. effect? Mm. I don't mm-hmm. have any glasses anymore. Mm. That is a barrier. Again. Look, if they were under $100, when they go on sale for under $100, I will buy a pair and I'll review them. Okay. All right. That's fair. Or if listeners want to, or if, if Snapchat wants to send us uh, yeah. a couple, or, you know, one to Luke, and I mean, I'd, I'd check them out. Oh, send two to me. I'll send one on to Luke. There you go. Snapchat. I don't care about color. I'll wear any color. Yeah, that is literally well, true. Seriously, Matt, fuck you. You're not going to send me one? Oh, I thought you didn't no, want them. No, that's fine. Whatever. Whatever, if you man. want them, send us three of them. Send us no, a box don't bother. Send two. It's not going to give it to me anyway. <laughs> Send them boxes, 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 and boxes of them. We'll give them out to our listeners. Yeah, Luke literally will wear any color. Still not one for Dan though. He's, he's not exaggerating there. He'll fucking literally wear anything. Could even be the least ridiculous thing he's got on. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It's probably true. Yeah. I don't know. I like the way I dress. I, like I wear whatever I feel too. like. Yeah. The only problem with these glasses is, if I want to get a good clear shot of my junk to send to somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to have to take the glasses off. No, you get someone else to take it for you. Why are you down there? Can you just put these glasses on? Oh, so, it, yeah, I see. So it's not so much that you take pictures of your own junk. It's you mm. can Snapchat everyone all the different junks that you look at in a day. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yep. Makes sense. It's going to be a lot of 10-second just out-of-focus close-up belly button shots. On Snapchat. <laughs> Whereas before, I got a good look at what Dan was up to. Just by glancing down. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.